0: Welcome to Brothers Red, the unique LFC fan podcast brought to you by Five Brothers. Good evening, Matt, Uh, Paddy and Andy. Liverpool have drawn uh, 2-2 with Manchester City at the Etihad in the so-called title decider for the Premier League this season. Liverpool struggled at the start of the game, recovered twice from being behind and managed to get a draw. Um, Matt? I'm probably happy with a point uh, given what happened in the game and Liverpool's inability to, to start well. But how are you feeling now? Now the dust settled and you've calmed down a bit.
1: I need a holiday. <laughs> <laughs> I should have booked some. We, should, we, we all should have booked some time off work, shouldn't we? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just an absolute roller coaster, wasn't it? And uh, just two great sides. And obviously, what, what Klopp was saying was just two heavyweights. Banging each other.
2: <laughs> yeah. And
1: it, and it felt like that, didn't it? Because City had their spells, particularly the first half. And then we came a bit back, second half.
2: Not for very long, though. I, I think we, we were very fortunate to get the point. I mean, I think probably City probably
1: edged it. Um, but I think we showed amazing character to, to come back, particularly after the first goal being so early on. And then at the start of the second half
2: as well. Do you, think, do you think it was only a marginal difference? I thought it was a bit of a gulf between City and Liverpool yesterday. I thought we, I agree. Incredible spirit, spirit determination and stamina to come back on two occasions against arguably the best team in the world. But for large periods of that game, I thought we were second best, in particular in midfield. I didn't think the midfield had a great game at all. Thiago had flashes of good play, but Fab and, and Henderson had a bit of a bit of a nightmare, in my view. We're a better team in the second half. I don't know. Well, overall, we were. I, I don't would know. Say. We started off really well, second half. But I think constantly throughout that game, I was in constant fear of City. I thought they were always looking like they were going to score. You can't be critical though,
1: because City are an amazing team. I know, but I want we we're, we're, we're an amazing team as well.
2: Uh, it was just, as I said, it was just kind of two heavyweights going at it, wasn't it? I was just frustrated, Matt, because I thought we had to win that yesterday. And I'm glad we got the point because I don't think we deserved to win the game. But I just think, and we were lucky not to lose it, it just felt to me, James, that that was significant, the draw. Uh, I, I just struggled to see how we're not going to drop points towards the end of the season. It's my pessimistic outlook again, I guess.
0: Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, Paddy. I reflect on the match, thinking that a draw was a good result because City were the better team. The XG was quite similar, but as Carragher said on Sky Sports, City had a lot of good situations. Liverpool had chances in the game themselves. I mean, Jota sort of spurned a few openings. They spring to mind, but uh, a draw away against a City team on top form is probably a good result. It's just a question is whether it's going to be enough, but. What was your reaction?
3: Yeah, I, th- I think more on Andy's side. I watching it through the Liverpool lens, um, and we started, we started um, pretty badly. We didn't have a good first half. But from what I've seen from the pundits and stuff, they said it was actually pretty close, and some of the stats backed that up as well. So, actually, maybe it was just the 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 occasion and the nerves and and the and the bad first half that made you think that actually it was a. It was a bad overall performance. Um, but I think we showed a lot of character in that second half um, to come back twice. Um, the message at half-time made a big difference. We come out and we had our best spell, 15, 20 minutes. We look at it and Jota has a really good chance to make it 3-2 to us. So um, come, going away to City, that result to all. a chance to win the, the Jota, um, is, is actually a, is a good attempt. And I think the fact that we can only play better and City played very well is um, you can take positives for that, for, for the game coming up. Um, I think there was a couple of things that we just just didn't do right. Um, the pressing wasn't good enough. Um, there was no knitting in the midfield and, and there was players giving, giving the ball away. So I think that there's stuff that can be remedied and we can, and pull together as we saw in that second half it was a lot more 50-50 and i think probably second half we were we created the better chances so you would probably say we were the, we were the better team we won the half 1-0 so um big um i think it was uh, overall look lucky to get lucky to get a draw and it keeps it keeps us in the race um, so i think in the end you just you've got to be happy with that
0: I mean, I think, Andy, a very obvious thing to say, first and foremost, is that City played really well. I mean, City were at home and they played like champions. They played like uh, a top, top side. Um, Liverpool didn't play well in the first half. I mean, we were all at sea, out of sorts. Uh, When when we conceded that early goal, there was a sort of succession, wasn't there, of um, poor-headed clearances and um, being dispossessed and not making you know, the right decision in those key moments. Players looked ruffled and didn't look composed. And then, you know, we, we, we struck back, but the first half seemed to be characterised by City kind of routinely playing the ball through, uh, with Liverpool kind of living on, on, on the edge, it seemed, every, every few minutes. Yeah, it
2: was a bit unusual that there seemed to be that nervousness in that back line, and the reason why that surprises me is because you had Van Dijk and Matip there. And by, even Van Dijk on a couple of occasions in that first half, he was a bit nervy, not clearing the ball proper, properly. It just felt we were constantly under pressure in that first half. And I think that the difficulty was, is that we've said it for months now, is that because of the high line, Liverpool continue to play that high line against City. It just seemed every single attack that City of carving out was a really good chance. We're getting over on that side, on Trent's side, 90% of the time. The difference with City compared to other teams is that their balls over the top were almost pin, pinpoint accuracy on most of the occasions. It was just killing us. It just felt like, to me... We were using the, the quote from Lord of the Rings, Matt, weren't we? Saying oh we can't get out to the Mines of Moria. It was that constant pressure from City. And they seemed a bit more, not more up for it, That's probably unfair because I think Liverpool players appreciated the significance of the occasion. But like, De Bruyne in midfield was moving around quickly. The whole midfield were pressing quicker than us. Maybe they, they were just deploying the press better. And maybe they were just rejuvenated and revitalised by the crowd. We can't forget this is an away game at City. But it just seemed that that was the story of the first half, James, that City weren't making those mistakes, giving the ball away. They were winning the second balls. And it was only at the turn of the second half that I thought Liverpool started just to get the foot on the ball. And when they were able to play and calm, calm the um calm the possession down, we looked more dangerous, and that's how we got the fir- the goal in the second half. Just a period of play, as Paddy says. Thereafter, ten or fifteen minutes after that, we were playing our way-, way into the game. But you have to say maybe it was City's ability to to stifle Liverpool. Well, I think you know
1: City were near perfect, weren't they, in that first half, which is very difficult to deal with. I mean, the the pressing and the, the pressure they were, they were putting on us in that first half, no, no team would have been able to, to kind of cope with that, I, I
3: would say. And, and Just to counter that to counter that a little bit, Matt, I did think we were sloppy, though. The uh, You look at the first goal, I know we over goals, but there was numerous chances to clear the ball. And there, was, there was, seemed to be a bit of, a, maybe it was the noise, maybe a bit of nervousness, but there wasn't any communication. There's a couple of times where... The defenders could have just got a shout from the goalie.
0: It was panic stations, and, wasn't it?
3: And it was panic stations. And if you watch the first goal, I think possibly Fabino's worst half in a red shirt didn't get on the ball at all. Looked very slow. If you watch the first goal, he gives away a stupid foul, and then um, it's his man that De Bruyne just De Bruyne just skips past him, and he just he doesn't he doesn't move away from the free kick quick enough. And then the Bruyne just, just guides, just glides past him. It, it's far too easy. Um, and it just kind of sums up his performance, really. And you're talking about um, you know, relieving some of the pressure from the stress and not giving the ball away and winning second balls, all kind of things that Fab gives you, and he's so important to the midfield. And when that's not there, you, you look you look out of shape and out of out of place. And I think and that's what City made us do. And I think a couple of a couple of poor performances really. Um, I think Fab did play better in the second half though.
2: So. His pass completion was quite low, wasn't it, Paddy? Which, again, is a surprising a metric, I suppose, for, I suppose for, uh, for Bino. 74%. It, 74%. Think, we, yeah. we, we rely upon him so much to cut out the, oppositional, uh, the opposition play, also to make those simple passes to build up the play. And He didn't seem to be doing those basic things. Um, as, as well as you, you could bring in Henderson to that as well, James, you noted, didn't you, run about 60 or 70 minutes before you went off, he looked a bit leggy. He didn't seem to be able to get anywhere near the, the, the City midfielders.
0: No, I mean, I, I think, I think um, Henderson definitely tired uh, and was eventually substituted, wasn't he, uh, sort of later on uh, in the game. But for me, Van Dyke was uncharacteristically uh, wobbly. In the first half, particularly in that opening sort of 20 minutes, didn't look his normal, assured, competent self. <laughs> I remember, um, you know, dad was saying that, um, you know, he didn't have his slippers on, you know, he, just, he normally looks so nonchalant and doesn't seem to react to um, negatively to the chaos around him. But um, he was rattled by City's start. You've got to give City a lot of credit for that. Um the the difficult thing to accept for me is that that first goal comes about and it's a deflection which is unfortunate by as 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 paddy said a, a succession of poor attempts at getting out from our own half um and you know it makes you wonder doesn't it uh, particularly when it's happened before against city thinking back to you know the champions league um Second leg quarter final, was it um in 2018 when City scored that really early goal and and were on us? You just sort of wonder whether Liverpool maybe ought to, to adopt some different tactics in the first 10 minutes of games against City, you know, maybe just clear it long, play behind their press. And I just think that Liverpool with Fabinho, uh, who's a very good passer. Henderson's very good at the sort of almost the tick attacker kind of getting the engine going type passes. And, and Thiago just didn't, didn't get on the, any grip on the game. Um, and it just was a terrible start for me. And as I say, I thought, looking at it from a half-glass full perspective, for Liverpool to come away uh, with a draw from that game when they didn't play for me in the first half at all, was um, probably on reflection unbelievable. Um, so I think we just got to, there's no criticism of the lads as such. No one's being castigated for this. But I think we just got to recognize, as Matt said, City played really well in that first half. They were brilliant. And Liverpool didn't play well. I mean, Liverpool were pretty poor, didn't impose, didn't do any of those things I mentioned. And, um, you know, as a postscript, but for Liverpool's phenomenal finishing. Was so clinical. I mean, we could have been, we could have been spanked really or beaten more comfortably. Um, so James,
2: can't, think... you can't forget the second half that all we played better, the Sterling goal, the offside goal was marginal, and the Mares miss at the end was inexcusable, wasn't it? I mean, that for me, almost one on one with Ali. I thought that was was game set match really, and we you look look at Liverpool's chances throughout the game. Just a couple. It was very much City who carved out the you know the real key openings, and they looked like to me they were going to score as I've already said said at every opportunity. Salah had
1: one though as well. Salah had one didn't he? Where he should have got a corner from as well. He had a he had a shot, fact, yeah. he shot, he shot in the
2: second yeah. half as well. Salah was quite quiet, wasn't he? I mean, Thing is with Salah, you can't criticise him too much because he had um, in that second half, in the in the first half where he was on the sidelines really, for him to make that pass to Mane for the goal just dem- demonstrates the class. We didn't seem to be, you know what, what I said earlier James, that De Bruyne was buzzing around. Normally Salah and Mane they're buzzing around, they've got the ball of taking on players but I think City just didn't allow them to do that. And there were times in the first half, I think where our play was being disrupted was because Salah, Jota and Mane weren't holding the ball up. Well, the thing is, Klopp even said it himself, yeah. didn't he? That City, City
1: went for more long balls in this game. So the, basically the percentage of long balls for Liverpool and City was basically the same. But we weren't keeping the ball. Which balls. was 13% or something like that. So so you could see how it's just it was just...
2: Probably really good tactics from City. but did you, did you see the difference in the second half when Mane started to hold the ball up? Yeah. Was, there was three or four occasions where Mane demonstrated a real class, real skill with like chesting the ball down. And the difference between just holding the ball, bringing the midfielders in, and then setting us on the attack. It was, Diaz did it to some extent. I just thought in the first half, we weren't, as Paddy said before, we, weren't, we didn't seem to do the basics, right? We were giving the ball away. And dad's favourite point against City is that when you give the ball away to City in those dangerous parts of the pitch, you know, invariably you're going to be facing you know, a real golden chance for the opposition, especially City, because of how good they are.
1: But I think, I think Salah was, a, was much better second half, and he? he was a good outlet on that right side. Um, obviously, he didn't assist three key passes as well. So I thought, I, I did, I thought Salah was pretty, pretty good, actually. I thought, I thought, I thought, he was, I thought I it
0: was th- pretty good. I think the second half performance, Paddy, was a bit more even, wasn't it? I mean, um yeah, two two big chances for, for City. Jota had a good chance, Salah had a decent opening as well. Um that that was a bit more evenly matched, the second half. There was that sort of sense, wasn't there, that almost by the end of the match, I know City had that late chance that both had kind of accepted that you know a draw was was the likely outcome because um, the, the, the pace of the match was phenomenal. It's just, to come back to it, um, you, you, you know, you, ultimately you can have a brilliant team, which Liverpool have got, but they need to play well on the day. And um, we, didn't play, we didn't play well in that first half and that that nearly cost us. It seems as though second half we got um, an angle on maybe the press was better in, in dealing with the long balls that were coming over the top, which were crucifying us, as I say, largely down our right-hand side in the first half. Um, but it's, it's disappointing that we didn't play better for me. I mean, dispossessed 12 times, City 4. Um, so, you know, City's past success higher than ours. City 11 shots, we had 6 you know, they had 10 dribbles, we had four. They're just little stats to throw out there which shows you that, that City probably deserved to win the game and, um, you know, that's difficult to take, isn't it, in one sense?
3: It is because it's not in our hands anymore. Um, it, was a, it's a, it was a tough opportunity, but it was an opportunity to, to take the league by the scuff of the net. You know, if you go and win at City, you're ahead your and you're not you know you're not relying on anyone else to do any of your favors or anything so there was an opportunity there but like you said um, it's I think it's got to be glass half full considering how how bad how badly played it was, a, it was a couple of uncharacteristic performances I think in that first half but credit to them they they, they you know they, they they did come back twice um, and you know it's not easy to do after you you know under that much pressure no. so I hope no. You know, it's, there's still seven games to go. Um, we would have learned a lot of lessons um, for the for the game coming up. I think for me, um, Bobby has to start the game. I think one of the big issues was they had far too much space at the back where they were allowed to play long balls. And you know, if if if, if they just if they just got time and the ball, City they'll kill you because they'll use the pitch. You know, the 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 fullbacks can make. Runs past the uh past our bat line. You know, the the commit bodies and the, the clever intelligence intelligent in the play. So you give them time to kill you, you know. And that's what we did second half. I think Thiago and Henderson weren't really in the game first half. They they moved far further up the pitch and stopped City's bat line and midfielders getting on the ball. Um so that's come back to the point. That's that's what you're gonna get from Bobby. Two biggest attributes of Bobby is his. Counter press and his ability to hold up the ball and hit the play. And that's what we needed the first half. Um, cool head, experienced head, feed the man in and, and Salah in the right areas. We, so, yeah, for me, we could have learned, we learned, learned a lot from that. And um, I thought probably probably Trent was, was our best player on the day. Um, was, there wasn't many great performances. So, Just just look onwards. We've got another. We've got another mass. I was, you know, one of my mates was asking me, you know, saying, "Oh, it must be nerve wracking at the moment. Every game's massive." I just had a real off the next four fixtures. We've got like we just had a massive game, massive nail biter. We've got a quarter final game on Wednesday. We've got a semi on Saturday. Then next week you've got United and Everton. It's just one massive game after another at the moment. So. Let's just let's let's move forward.
0: Yeah, and I, I think probably Matt, there's a school of thought from some Liverpool supporters who would say we don't need to go to City and win. Actually, to go there and get a draw um, against that that side, and they showed how good they are away from home, and they're in good form themselves. Let's not forget. I mean, the, the only difference between the two of us is that they've had a, a loss and a couple of draws in the last dozen games or so. Maybe, maybe it's not a bad result. Um, uh, now, now we see where... We, we, we will see the proof will be in the pudding, won't it?
1: Yeah, I think that was the viewpoint of Klopp, really, wasn't it? I think Klopp was happy with the draw, and he said, you know, you know, we, we win 18 and draw one. This this is the one to draw, really. Um, so so I think it's just a case of we've we just got to try and win these last, last seven games. But, uh, you know... City gonna fancy it as well, aren't they? City gonna fancy win all all seven games as well. So it's it's no longer in our hands, but we've just got to do our do our job. Can we can we get a bit of luck and just you know maybe City City can draw one and or something? I don't know. We're gonna to have to see, aren't we? See, isn't
2: it interesting debate about the running? James, didn't know if you caught the Sky Sports studio discussion about it. Neville was saying, well, in his view, given how pants. Everton and United are at the moment. Liverpool, actually, on one view, may have a more favourable run-in. I just can't see it, because I still think for Liverpool, there's this sort of ingrained problem or issue etched in their minds about those types of games, Everton, Man United. Even though they're playing rubbish at at the moment, they're still massive games, as Paddy has said. So I, I this is the reason why I said that we need, needed to win because I just can't see us winning.
0: Yeah, the last seven think...
2: games. I can't really see City dropping points. I know that's no. a bit silly to say because City dropped points. that was at Palace. Yeah, recently, so we didn't expect that, but they're on that uh, trajectory now. They, they've done it before. I know we've done it, but they know how to to churn well, out those types well, of. Why? Who? do you
1: think? Who? Who do you think?
2: will drop points too. Do you think I just just just, just, just forecast the biggest concern I have at the moment is Topman at home. I think that's a tricky You should picture. still beat them though. Well there we're still strong favourites, you know. And I still think that United and Everton are not if you look at Everton at the moment, the yeah, fight. Beat, beat I of them, would yeah yes.
1: Would.
2: Um, United are obviously
1: always dangerous, but you would expect us to still to still win if you if you were at the start of the game. Everton, you'd expect us to turn over Everton. I think the Everton game...
2: You've been speaking to James recently. He's always saying, we'll, <laughs> we'll just win our next seven games. No, but like no, what, what, what I'm, trying, I'm trying to ask that. Who do you right think we'll to? I'm saying I think Tottenham is a, a, you know, a real the risk top game. I'm still am not confident about United and Everton. I think teams always seem to turn on against Liverpool. And you think in those types of games, United will have the like extra 10% and Everton will have the extra 10%, not only because of the... Own struggles and woes at the moment because it's, it's, not, it's not that ten percent is not going to make a difference. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting, but I, I still I still think that those teams pose and carry a big threat to our title uh, for us to, to to lift that title. I, I struggle to see how we're going to win all of it. How,
1: how it? about the away games though? Yeah, there's a couple. The, of the, the away games maybe more trickier. There's a, a Newcastle, New, Newcastle, yeah, it, Newcastle one. Villa and, and Southampton.
0: I I I I think I think the risk of um, the risk of censoring you. I think we don't need to worry about that now because at the end of the day, uh, there's seven games left. Um, each game is going to be massive for both teams. I mean, we've already gone through the fixtures. We know Liverpool have got four at home. Uh, they've got three away. We know that City have also got some some tricky fixtures. Most notice, no, notably, sorry, West Ham. And wolves away. I mean, they're the, they're they're two tricky games, wolves in particular. But listen, if they go on, if they go on and, and win the remaining seven, they'll be champions, won't they? I think the more interesting thing for Liverpool is what does this game tell us about the game we've got to play on Saturday? And if potentially if we meet them in the final of the Champions League, because Klopp has, and his team has had an opportunity to to see City. In action against us, and I think tactically City were 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 better than us in the first half, and I think we were slow getting up to speed, and that that may have been compounded by the poor performance, uncharacteristically shaky at times. But this is now information. I'd be really interested to see how Pep is feeling about the fact that they've outplayed us on their own pitch and they haven't won. Um, Liverpool were unbelievable in terms of their finishing. I mean, the first goal, it's a sweeping, beautiful ball from Thiago. Um, and then Trent gets another assist. And then the equaliser in the second half is an absolutely brilliant ball from Mo Salah. Um, to pick Mane out, it was perfectly weighted. Mane down the centre. So certainly in terms of positives, those goals for me were amazing. Um, you know, we talk about playing well is about scoring goals sometimes, isn't it? because goals change games. And that's what Liverpool did. So I think we can't, we can't rightly criticise them, but not also give them credit for scoring twice. Um, you know, as one of you said, it shows good character. Um, but I think we've got to look big picture. I think we've got to look at it and say, we could be facing City in a Champions League final. Um, we're going to play them on Saturday. Really intriguing to see how we line up. As Paddy mentioned, does Firmino come in, for example? Does someone like Diaz start? Um, and how do we how do we respond to playing badly against them next time round? Uh, but I'm really looking forward to the to the game on Saturday. Now we've got Benfica, of course, um, this week. I think it's on Wednesday, isn't it? Um, you guys will be going to the match. Um, we're three-one up. Um, hopefully, that should be a relatively routine Champions League quarterfinal victory so far as that, you know, that's possible. Um, but I, I don't feel too negative about it. I feel as though it's information that we can use going forwards.
2: Yeah, I think so, James. I think It's interesting that you say focus on each game as it comes and then you talk about Champions League final against City. <laughs>
0: I'll
2: talk about the hard league hard not, though. Yeah, it's hard not to look bit further on but yeah Benfica on Wednesday is still it's still a big big game. We need to get the job done. Well we've got to be
1: careful because we lost to
2: winter didn't we at home? Yeah. So we've just got to be
1: we we've got to be cautious really we have got to we've got to take the game completely serious. Um and we need a big Champions League night again. the you know, the fans need to be really up for it again and not feel like as if it's if it's a done a done deal we just need to just you know Get up for it, yeah. I think get the job done, and and you know secure our place in the semis.
2: An early flurry of goals will will put the be- uh, the tie to bed. So uh, it's it's one that's not over, but I don't think Benfica have have it within them to really to turn that around. Having seen them last week, even though they carry a threat, I think Liverpool got too much for Benfica. Um, but, yeah, I think, as you said, Matt, we need to treat it seriously. We need to get the job done.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it's all it's all to play for. Um, hopefully, there'll be a positive response now against Benfica. Um, in other words, we use the experience of that unbelievably intense, high-quality game to our advantage when we play Benfica so that they can't live with us, and then we take that into the City game. But... Um, uh, as I say, boys, on reflection, I think uh, on the game, 2-2 was a brilliant result. Before the game, um, I also think it's not a bad result as well because you know anything can happen between now and the end of the season. Both teams have got seven games to play and uh, we, we're, we're certainly going to play City again this season, um, possibly in even bigger games. We've got them on Saturday. So, guys... Um, before uh, we ready ourselves for Benfica, um, Matt, anything you want to add? Any other business?
1: No, I don't think so. No, just uh, concentrate on the Benfica game. and just hope, hope, hope we can turn City over it at Wembley. Uh, should be good fun. Uh, me, me, and my dad, are, me, me and my dad again. Uh, yeah. <laughs> me and dad are going down, so it should be good. Hopefully, it should be a good, uh, should be a good day out, shouldn't it? You know? If we win, if not, it'd be the long coach journey back.
0: Yeah, we'll we'll um, as I say, um, I think we just we just pick ourselves up and um, we can we can be um, we can be proud about the way we reacted to going down twice and uh, forgetting the draw. We've got to up our game if we want to if we want to win more silverware this season. That's absolutely clear, boys. Thanks very much uh, for, for joining me, Liverpool. I've got big games ahead against Benfica on Wednesday and then Man City again on Saturday. Fasten your seatbelts and enjoy the ride up the Reds. You've been listening to Brothers Red, an LFC fan podcast. Your host was James Cullen. Contributors were Matthew, Francis, Patrick and Andrew Cullen. Music and production by Helen Line. The best word I can say that describe uh, this was right boom. <laughs> <laughs>